Hello and welcome to the Southeast Iowa Union News Break. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Getting into today's top stories, city officials have sent a counteroffer to Canadian Pacific on development agreements under a proposed merger with Kansas City Southern, an acquisition that would raise daily train traffic in Washington County more than any other part of the country. City officials said the talks were motivated by that increase. Currently at 4.3 trains per day, regulators estimate a jump in average daily train counts by 14.4 over three years from Muscatine to Otoma if the merger is approved. The railroad originally made two offers to the city. Under offer A, the company would pay the city $150,000 per crossing in exchange for the city's closure of three uh, out of the nine total crossings. Offer B would pay $125 per crossing in exchange for the city's closure of two crossings. Both offers would be matched by $100,000 from the state, as well as $55,000 from the company for a quiet zone study, according to Mayor Jaron Rosine. The mayor pushed for an agreement more favorable to the city, with components including payment from the railroad to the tune of $250,000 per crossing, regardless of how many are closed, as well as waive costs for expenses to close crossings in a $1.75 million for the construction of quiet zones. While federal regulators have not signaled plans to require sound mitigation investments by the company, Rosine said the higher ask was justified. Rosine said the city was on good terms with the train line and expected negotiations to stay civil. We have benefited, I will say, by having an open dialogue with the railroad. Other communities have approached it differently, and so far I believe it has behooved us to communicate with candor. Railroad officials voiced a similar sentiment. We want to build a relationship. The railroad's not going anywhere, and neither is this community, said CP Managing Director of U.S. Government Affairs, Ariel Giordano. So we hope that we can continue to have a productive conversation. However, the city still expects this company to respond with a counteroffer of its own. With a more aggressive counteroffer on the table, the city has not ruled out closing crossings as leverage in negotiations. Doing so would reduce the maintenance burden on the railroad and draw approval from the state as a safety measure. City council members voted unanimously to pursue a quiet zone study if an agreement is struck with the railroad to pay for it. That study would evaluate anything and everything related to the quiet zones from impacted areas to cost to public opinion, according to City Administrator Deanna McCusker. Grace C. May Advocate Center plans to host an event at Washington High School this weekend they're calling a mental health summit. Organization co-founder and director Patty Gilber said the need for attention on mental health issues was higher than ever. The event opened grades 7 through 12 were featured in an array of informational assemblies, along with breakout groups to put those lessons in practice. Those who attend the el- are eligible for door prizes with bigger awards available to those who register in advance. The summit starts at 9 a.m. Sa- uh, Saturday and concludes by 3 p.m. Gilba said those who turn up are welcome to do so for only part of the event. Kiwi Avenue on a rural 1.69 mile at Washington County Road south of Kelowna and Wellman will close for much of the week starting October 3rd, according to the county's news release. Kiwi Avenue will be closed to through traffic between County Highway G20, 190th Street, and 155th Street in order to patch the roadway in several places, the the release said. The road is expected to be closed for four to five days to complete the work. Local residents may use the road to access their property along the road and are urged to use caution around construction equipment. That was our top stories. It is now time for obituaries. Donna Mae Johnson of Neota, Illinois passed away on September 23rd at the age of 88. Schmitz Banks in Bettles Funeral Home in Nauvoo, Illinois is in charge of the arrangements. Kenneth Hansen of Washington passed away on September 25th at the age of 79. A celebration of life will be held at 10 a.m. October 4th 
at the United Methodist Church. Joseph Zane Funahome is in charge of the arrangements. Annalie Hootman of Birmingham passed away on September 23rd at the age of 88. A celebration of life will be held from 5 to 7 p.m. October 11th at the Pedrick Funeral Home in Kiyosakwa. We're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, we'll have the weather and sports. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. Hello and welcome back to the Southeast Iowa Union News Break. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. We have some cross-country and volleyball news coming up, but first, the weather. The weather is brought to you by Jacqueline Ariola LLC. Come visit Jackie in her new location downtown. She is ready to serve Washington and the surrounding community. Temperatures officially dropped down to 36 degrees today, while the high is 63 with uh, sunny skies. Thursday will be warmer with a high of 68 with mostly sunny skies. Temperatures will continue to rise with Friday's high being 70 along with clear skies. Looking at the weekend, it will remain sunny with a high of 72 on Saturday. And on Sunday, uh, it will be 73 and mostly sunny. That was the weather. It is now time for sports. Sports brought to you by Fairway. The entire Southeast Conference was at Washington Cross Country Club on Tuesday night, and the Demons held home course and then some with a double victory. The Washington boys outdueled Fort Madison, scoring 38 to the Bloodhounds 45 to earn a team victory. The Demon girls ruled scoring 25 way ahead of the second place Fort Madison's 77. It was once again Micah Reese uh, out ahead in the boys' race, and the Demons Jr. won it in style, finishing in 16 minutes, 17.75 seconds, for almost a one-minute difference on second place. Washington placed all five of its scores in the top 15, plus one extra. Tyler Alderton finished fifth, Andrew Reese was sixth, Drew Horak came in 12th, uh, Lane Schrock was 14th, and Andrew Shepard finished 15th. None of the Union area girls could catch Fort Madison freshman Avery Rump, who won the race in 19 minutes and 41.81 seconds. Washington's Iris Dahl, another freshman, was the closest on her tail with a time of 20 minutes, 15 seconds uh, in all. Five of the top nine girls were freshmen. Quincy Griffiths took third place, crossing in 20 minutes and 44.77 seconds. And Lauren Horak ran a 21 minutes and 21 minutes and 13 seconds to give Washington three runners in the top five. Nine of the top 16 runners were wearing Washington's colors. Olivia Anderson took 17th. Angeline Anderson was 8th. Kendall Hendrickson finished 11th. Isabel Lujan went 12th. Ada Kendall was 14th. And Grace Foss finished 16th. After one set at Fairfield High School on Tuesday night, the visiting Washington Demons threatened to upset the Trojans on their own senior night. 
Three sets later, the Trojans were celebrating a Southeast Conference win. The Trojans dominated three straight games to knock off Washington in four sets, 21-25 in the first set, 25-11 in the second, 25-15 in the third, and 25-13 in the final, earning a big victory on their senior night. Washington looked hungry in the first set after Fairfield took an early 3-1 lead. Washington clawed back to tie it at 7-7. It was last tied at 12-12 when Keneales Espinoza sent down a kill that gave the Demons a one-point lead. Washington lead it throughout the opening set. Ella Griner had a fantastic set, tallying three kills and two aces, and the Demons led by as much as six points before finishing it off 25-21. The Demons held an early lead in the second set, but a pair of blocks by Rowan Terrell helped Fairfield grab the lead, and when they had it, they didn't let it up. Washington has now lost its last four conference games after sweeping Burlington on the road to start the season. The Demons have taken at least one set in all four of these contests, falling in five sets to Keokuk and Mount Pleasant and four sets to Fort Madison and Fairfield. Washington's record going into the postseason sets at 4-18 overall and 1-4 in conference play. The Demons have dropped 11 straight. That is the news for Washington and the surrounding area. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This is the Southeast Iowa Union News Break, and I will see you next time.